This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. You're listening to Stand Up Straight. We aim to provide a vehicle for allies to stand up for the rainbow communities, facilitating change, acceptance, understanding and dialogue. Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Stand up listening to uh, Stand Up Straight. Uh, not the news, as often is heard at this time, 7 o'clock on a Thursday night. Uh, so it's Michelle in the studio. We've got a bit of a different kind of family in the studio, a bit of a link to the 8 o'clock show. Uh, across the desk is uh, Dylan, who is going to join us on the mic, and he's going to make us sound beautiful, aren't you, Dylan? You're sounding very great. Oh, and well done, thank you. And the gorgeous Gina. Hello. Who uh, you may hear oh, every now and then on a few shows on Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be right, Gina? I don't want to say the word that most people use to describe me. For that, FOMO maybe. FOMO. <laughs> Joy FOMO. So yes. you do a show uh, um, 8 o'clock? Yes, uh, Family Matters, us. which is yeah. on straight after here. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in for a quick g'day. You are for a... Are we going to get... Yeah. Just have a little bit of a chat to you in a second. And um, you do another show on Joy as well. I am part of the very fun outtakes, which is the Monday night film show at 7 o'clock, talking about all things queer and film. And I will say it's slick. It's really, really it's slick. Great. And it makes me think, oh, gosh, I didn't know. You know, it, it broadens your horizon about movies and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. So yeah. um, usually we try, we have to, sometimes we have to code films to kind of go. What, what do you mean? Like kind of find the things that, you know, like especially with older films when characters weren't out and we weren't able to, you know, the characters couldn't use the word, you know, <sighs> language that, you know, describe them as gay. Now it's so much easier. So what would they There's do? so many fest. Well, it's just kind say? of, well, that's the thing. You've got to tune in on a se- seven o'clock oh, on a Monday on. night and listen back to some of the podcasts. <laughs> Look, I always recommend people start off with something like Celluloid Closet, which is a great documentary, which kind of looks at sort of the history of film and how we've coded and interpreted queer mm. films over the decades. So I'm wondering, Dylan, if you, do you have a favourite? I know we'll get on to it, stand up straight in a second. We're kind of combining all three shows. Do you have a favourite uh, favourite movie? Um, a queer movie or yeah. just movie in general? No, a queer movie. I, I love Mean Girls because it's probably just as. Is a that a cultural. queer movie? No, it's it's got, it's got such references to to what happens to. Our well, there are gay youth. characters. There are gay characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think favourite queer movies. I really like, uh, but. I, uh, um, but I'm a cheerleader. That's oh, that is cool. a good one. I was talking it's to, an old one, but a good one. I was talking to someone at Joy about that. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots That's of people at Joy that have seen it. So uh, Stand Up Straight is uh, the show that you're listening to as well. So um, as we like to do at the beginning of each show, we have a little sting. Now, Beck's not in the studio tonight. She's not going to sing along with me, and I don't think I'm going to sing unless Gina and Dylan want to join me. So in other words? <laughs> I, I, my, I, think, I think we'll go for the sting. Yeah, yeah maybe I think the that's sting. probably safer. Ally of the Week on Stand Up Straight. 
So, Ally of the Week is uh, a part of uh, Stand Up Straight's show where we like to highlight, as the title might suggest, who the allies have been um, throughout the week, people that have inspired us and so on. We're going to take a slightly different tack tonight. We've got um, our guest that we'll be introducing in, a, in about 10 minutes or so, but um, the person... <sighs> At the moment, it's a really, really difficult time, and it's hard to stay positive. I might, mm. I, I, um, I feel, and if I'm feeling a, a little bit of pain and discomfort and upset, I can't possibly imagine what um, our GLBTI family is going through. But we have to be stronger and lean on each other. Try and be inspired and let people share their stories with you. So it kind of links into tonight's show. Mm. Um, I'm going to read something out and try not to cry. Gina is um, going to make sure you don't cry. He's going to. No. Do we have tissues? <laughs> Pardon? Do we have We've tissues? probably got tissues. I've always gotten up my sleeve, Dylan. <laughs> so this is. Um, You're just from... getting to know Michelle, aren't you? <laughs> 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 Wrong mates. We an hour ago. Um, thanks for helping me smile through this, Dylan. Uh, so uh, Jack Tomlins is um, a lady that's. Uh, great friends with Gina and she'll talk, talk about that in a minute but uh, Jack had a reaction to um, the High Court challenge and I'm just going to read it out and I'm going to try and do it quite um, calmly and she says I cannot be like this for the next eight weeks I will not survive I am so full of rage I can barely breathe and that rage is coming out in tears and I'm hiding in the bathroom so the kids don't see me I sat in that courtroom and listened to the decision and I looked at Sarah who's her partner, just to make sure I'd heard it right. And she nodded and my chest tightened and I couldn't speak for a long time. And I needed to post that decision on Facebook, but I couldn't. And I know today is fallout I've been, and I've been waiting for it to come and now it has and I'm so full of rage and I can barely breathe. I cannot ask people to vote yes, I just can't. I cannot risk that they will say no or disassemble or pretend because they feel awkward or feel the need to be polite. I can't be on the receiving end of that. I cannot ask people to judge me, to judge Sarah and me and to judge my family. I just can't do that. My 25-year marriage, and I pause... 25-year marriage and three sensational children are all up for grabs. What do you think, people? Have a look at the kids and see how they have turned out with two mums. Good? Bad? Okay. What do I do? What do you reckon? Yes or no? I don't want to do it, but it feels like I'm begging and I cannot do it. Right now, our community is reeling and I hate and I hate you for that. And I am not a person who hates. I'm finding it hard to do to not hate. You think we're scared of a postal vote because we think we might lose? Seriously? What the... Mm, work it out, people. It's not hard. But you know that you don't, don't you? Because this was never about anything but giving you a big, loud, unfettered platform to speak rubbish, to demean and, and denigrate and subjugate my community, to remind us that all the crap you've been spouting for years about us being mad, bad and sad is actually true after all. Look, everyone thinks it's on the telly and you can see it in those posters driving to work and reading on social media. So get back in your box and be quiet, shut up, go away, be silent and I will never forgive you for that and I'm not a person who doesn't forgive. That's very long, mm -hmm. it's heavy and it's intense. But Gina, why, why do you think Jack said that? Look, I would... I. I've gotten to know Jax. I've been very fortunate, and I count myself very fortunate to have gotten to know Jax and now her partner as well, um, really through Family Matters um, because Jax is an amazing advocate in the space for Rainbow Families and has 
produced and researched and, and created amazing resources that enable rainbow families. They they don't realise how good they've got it and mm. the services they receive because it is people like Jacks that have been out there doing the work in this space um, that have used their experience with their beautiful three children to create all this work that go out and educate midwives and other health professionals so that when, a, you know, a couple, you know, a lesbian couple or a gay couple walk into a health provider their experience is seamless. And it wasn't like that 10 years ago. It wasn't like that when Jax and her partner started their journey. Um, that's how I know Jax and how I've gotten to know her. But I would recommend that people just do a quick little Google <laughs> search of Jax's name and you'll understand why this high court decision, decision and this, this marriage, you know, equality campaign and debate is a bigger story for her mm. and her partner and her family. So I, I can't put words to to her history um that you know and the weight she would feel with that Jax is amazing and we are all inspired and feel very fortunate when we get to know her because she's so positive mm. and she knows how to bring someone along and so when you see that that's exactly when you see yes when we saw that post and soon afterwards the campaign just exploded for those that are in the community with so much negativity started you know we started seeing it immediately. Once they were given the green light of go, yeah. soon after that there was another post and we were all fatigued and she did have another kind of rant on Facebook. And I, like quite a few people, just contacted Jackson and said, right, what do we need to do? How can we help? I messaged her saying, I'm coming over. And she's like, great, come over. And I said, okay, now what's your address? Because <laughs> um, I know we live in the same suburbs, but I don't know your address. And went over one day and... We kind of nutted out a plan, but but the thing that fed from from what you read out from Jax is part of that meltdown was that she knew these yes posters were going to be important to get out mm. and, and about, and she's been living in her um, suburb for about fifteen years, and the traders know her, they know her partner, they know her kids' names, they know everyone by name, they know the dog, and how would you feel walking into those spaces? And putting up posters or asking to put up a poster and having this trader that knows your child's name say no to you. And she thought she couldn't do it. And that's where she needed her friends. Is it humiliation? Is that what's felt? Is that part there isn't of it a too? word to describe it? And I've either. I've now experienced it because I have I've gone out and done posters and in my local suburbs and received no. And it, it it's one thing for them to say no to you imagine that's also the place where your kids after school is going to drop in with their mates and get, you know, get a soft drink or get a packet of chips. How would that feel knowing that person who knows you? And that's the butcher you've gone to for 10 years. And and you're you're not in the closet with them. They're too... And it's not sometimes because they don't agree with it. They're too scared to put that poster in there. It's it's not... It's not a simple answer, but it's heartbreaking and it's hard to do that. Do you know, Jenny, you say... uh, my son, uh, we had a roll of yes stickers mm. and my son said, oh, can I take some of these, mum, can I put them up? And the first thing I said was, just don't put me in any public places in case you get to trouble. And then I started to think, now this is the mum. <laughs> the protective mum. It is, and we're yeah. all protective of siblings and children and whatever. Part of me didn't want him to put those stickers up because I was fearful that he might have got bullied or attacked. There was mm. some kid that was punched on a train or a tram the other day. So part, so it's fear and I'm yep. scared too. Yeah. So at what point do you go from 
it's just a poster. It's okay. Everyone's going to say, yes, it's all going to be fine. And then all of a sudden you're faced with that other yeah. rubbish, that potential yeah. for the no. I'm scared yeah. to talk to certain people in my friendship group, people I know, not close, close. I don't want to ask them the question because I don't know if I'm either prepared for the answer and if it is a no, am I going to cut them off or do I? am I going to be mortified that they don't love and support my son and oh, oh I've yeah. got a, so many gay friends and you you and I were having this chat earlier and yeah. I you know when my mum found out about me when I was 16 if this was happening then mm. she would have said no but not because you know now my mum is my biggest advocate and my goodness if it was past she'd be wanting to invite the 50 million Greek <laughs> relatives to the wedding and, and organizing Bombonieri <laughs> but she's needed that time to change and we know that with some people yeah. that they need that time to change yeah but for Jax it was about she she knew this was coming and she wanted to get we live in a very vanilla suburb very mm, conservative mm. suburbs there were there was not a single rainbow poster anywhere we know we're the ones that have to go out and do it but she just couldn't do it so that's where all of us put our hands up and said we're gonna do it for you mm. and that's why we're gonna be speaking to your guest. We are. Very soon, telling She's that nodding. Story. She's terrified to be on air, but she I... She shouldn't be. She's you know great. what, Gina? I reckon we're not going to get a word in. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, uh, Gina, I want to thank yes. you because um, you've got an amazing connection and um, you do extraordinary work at Joy, um, and I want to acknowledge that too. And what, the work you do on Family... Family Matters is the most unique programs. <laughs> it is, Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Well, um, and I think people... Uh, they should go and listen to podcasts shouldn't they? Where would they, they go if they want to catch up on podcasts? Just Family Joy Matters. Family Matters podcast. You can get us on <laughs> iTunes as well. We've had some amazing shows. I highly recommend people check out the one we did uh, with Jack Tomlins recently um, about the upcoming Anspath conference uh, where she interviews uh, some of the guests that will be presenting because there's a focus on kids for the first time at that conference. That's never happened before. Think of the children. Always. Mm. In a good way. In a good way. Thank you, Gina. We do love you very Pleasure. much. Thank you. Uh, we are going to go for a quick break. You are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Hey, I'm Tom Bainbridge and you're listening to Joy 94.9. It's Stand Up Straight, baby. Let's get up and about. Woo! Allies <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> the gorgeous, effervescent Tom Bainbridge who uh, brings a lot of joy to Joy and uh, to our dear uh, Clayton that's usually in the studio here with us. So uh, I want to thank Jenny for coming in and uh, giving us a little bit of a background of the poster-walking ladies, I think we might call them, uh, one of which is in the studio with us tonight to join Dylan and I is Claire McIntyre. So welcome to Stand Up Straight. Hi. First time at Joy? Yes, it is. First time ever on a radio? Uh, no. <gasps> you have been on before? Oh, when I was a teenager. <laughs> Did you? What did you do? Was it a was phone it? competition? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was triple R, but I, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? Is, that, is it something you want to erase from your mind, is it? Um, <laughs> maybe, yeah, off air. Okay, okay off so, air. Not, oh, so we'll press record a bit later on. <laughs> so, Claire, uh, you're part of uh, the group of ladies and mums. Yep. I think yep. Gina referred yep. to them last week as the soccer moms, uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, that helped to... I'm an outlier of whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> not so, a fan of soccer? Uh, not so much, actually. <laughs> fan of your kids, though. You're a fan of your kids and you're a fan yeah. of uh, supporting others, people. Yes, just, I am. Does it just come from deep inside you? It's just like a reflex action, do you think, almost? Uh, 
yeah, I've always been like this. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You always. march to the beat of your own drum. Well, uh, I, I'm not. Um, I'm not a good example of the status quo. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that I'm a part that? of the mainstream, but I'm not. You know. So tell us, with um, you were putting up. Yes, posters. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you said to me the other day when we spoke is somebody gave you about 10 or 15. You said, oh, no, give me more. Well, I can do- well Jack Tell gave it. me the posters. Yeah. And I was I was on Jack's list of the soccer mums. <laughs> and the first week, I mean, I've had a bad back. So the first week I said to her, no, I'm not going to do it this week. I'll ring people because she posted something by uh, someone called, I think it's Wilhelmina from not Trades sure. Hall. Oh, yes, yeah, about phone About finding people yeah, and how yeah. important that was. So mm. I spent the entire first week ringing everybody. I just did what Jack had via, you know, and I found that quite easy. Can I say, before phoning people, had you thought it would be easy, though? Or did, yes, I did. You did, and why, but, did, why was it? I think it was easy because I phoned people I know uh. and I'm not a super extrovert. So the people that I'm friends with, you know, are kind of on a wavelength. Mm. So I found that really easy, except talking to my dad. But we won't. Get we that. can talk about that a little later. There was we can talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but that was like an easy week for me, where I just thought, yeah, this is like quite easy. And I was ringing people, going, you know, do you want me to pick up your forms? And I was offering to do that kind of stuff. And I think I already thought it was easy even before that, because mm. Jack had posted a thing about how in Kuyong, where I live, um, in the Kuyong electorate, I mean, I live in Q, 68% are going to vote yes. So I had already had it in my head, "Eh, this is not that hard, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't know, you know, I now think, God, what planet have I... I've lived in a bubble. No, you're not alone. Because I really only, you know, I I probably do live in a bubble. I just, you know, hang out with people I like. You know, I don't... (laughs) I ignore the rest, you know. Um, And then the second week, I went to Jack's and I said, um, yeah, hit me with posters. And she gave me a pile of 20. And I looked at her and I said, that's not many. Like, give me, give me some more. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And then she gave me more. And I said, look... And I, this sounds silly now that I've tried doing it. I said, I'm not going to make an uh, anthill <laughs> and stick them all on top of each other like all the shops together. I'm going to spread them out. Mm. She goes, yeah, well, good luck with that. There's no anthills anywhere. <laughs> right? and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, give me stickers, you know, give it all to me. Come on, I'm doing it. Claire, did you just think that it would be a matter of, hi, my name's Claire, can I put a poster in your window? Okay, thanks. Did yeah, you think it was kind well, of going to be like that? I just took it on board 68% have told somebody that they're mm, voting mm. yes. And even in my head I thought 68%'s probably conservative, it's probably higher. Mm. So I had even you know thought god there's more, you know, like this is not hard. Do you think the posters when they are in the window have a lot of impact? Yes. That, that... Yes. I do actually. I mean it it gave me an impact once I realized how hard it was and then I started seeing them anywhere when I got off the tram to come here and I saw some things <laughs> in the city I just thought does it make you smile when you see them oh it does it may it look I have I have I have I mean yeah it does I look I was texting Jack whilst I was doing it going this is an eye opener I I did not realize it was this hard because you said to um, me it was hard and depressing and you it thought it was e- going to be I easy. I thought it would. Well, yeah, I did think. What was you, depressing about it? Well, 
to begin with, well, see, I started in, not in my suburb, I started in a different suburb where my car was getting serviced and I just spent that day, I did every shop. I don't know if I'm supposed to name... Probably not the shops. Another suburb. But still eastern suburbs. Um, Not where I live. I don't know the traders, thank God. And... (laughs) Instead of, you know, coming back for the car, I spent the day and I did every single shop, one after another after another. And I texted Jack and I was like, uh, and I thought this was bad. I was like, yeah, I think it was like five no's or seven no's, two yeses. And I was thinking, God, I'm, I've got to Did you think it was you or something like that? Well, this is how it started. And then Jack writes back going, two yeses, God, that's good. <laughs> I thought, Tell me. what's this? And then as it kept going... I, I stopped counting the no's because it became like 15 no's and I still only had three yeses and then it was like 20 no's. Tell me what do you do when, when someone says no, do you, I would assume there's I'm a different bit types of no. So we, <laughs> we talked. Did you issues. try and convince or did you? Uh, I was very what? polite. Mm. Um, if it was like a very weird firm no, I just said thank you. I'm I'm out of here. What was the justification behind the no? Or was it just a fl- it's easier to say no? Oh, look, I've heard everything now because I've done five suburbs. Right? I I mean, I've heard all the things. I think all the cliches. I've heard all the weird stuff. I feel like I've heard it all now. Um, I, I've had people. Um, in a very full-on way, say, are you gay? Which made me in feel... In a critical way, you mean? Well, or point, point, like point, finger-pointing sort of... I don't know, very... I mean, these are like random strangers who are in, in their place of business with customers around and I'm not sure why they haven't got the normal manners. Are they <laughs> saying you can only really care about the issue? Well, no, I think they gay? wanted to like have some, I don't know, conflict or... Argument, I don't know. So they go, are you gay? And, and sometimes I go, look, I'm just here with a poster because I just think, you know, like... How hard which, is it almost? And I thought if I was, would I have to come out to these random people that I'm not? Do I have to say that? Like, where's this line? And sometimes I'd say, look, I'm, I'm married to a man. I've been married for 15 years. Um, I believe in equality. Sometimes I'd say that. And a few times, more than once, I'd have people say, does your husband know what you're doing? <gasps> okay. Right? 1950s course. Yes. yes. You yes. should be so home barefoot and pregnant. Yeah. So what did you say to that? Do you just laugh that off or...? or... Yeah, initially. Look, when it was the second time, you know, the first time I'm like speechless. I'm just thinking, <laughs> oh, I don't know, you know, I've left my bubble. I want to go back into my bubble, you know, because mm. my life's okay. You know, mm. like this, I mean, this was a weird, it, look, it's been a weird week. Um, what I, so with these people that were rude to you and they had, I think you mentioned to me there was a hairdresser and she yelled Oh, there was a hairdresser who was like, come in, come in, thinking I'm going to get my hair done. And then I pulled the poster out um, and then she just went, get out, get out, get out, you know. It was like very weird. How do you not get angry at that? Well, there's other... Or do you? Back. I mean, were you well, no, angry I didn't or you Because I was looking at the other people in her salon. We all sort of had eye contact. Um, and how'd they react? Were they, did you notice? Look, I'm not... I'm not really confrontational in that way. Mm. Uh, look, I said... 
Oh, anyway. Look, I engage with all kinds of weirdos. And that probably wouldn't have helped <laughs> the cause no, being confrontational. No, and custom. I mean, some people would look at their customers and roll their eyes like God, you well, know, about me and the poster. And then other people, other businesses, customers would look at me like this is a weird situation. I just felt that I had never seen people be so comfortable with being so badly mannered mm. and lacking diplomacy. Isn't that extraordinary? And I would imagine that's not something that had ever even been gone through your mind at all. Mm. And I'm just like a 48-year-old mum of two kids. Mm. And you <laughs> Married, living in the eastern suburbs. I'm not, you know... You're not happy with the confrontation. I'm a bit, I'm a bit large, but <laughs> that's apart from that... None, but none of those things are... You're out there Do you know what I mean? Something. I'm not... Your life is turning into Real Housewives with Desperate Housewives. <laughs> the drama. Yeah. Does it, do you surprise yourself that you're doing this? Uh, uh, no, actually what surprises me is I haven't done more of this, I guess, because, um, because I've known Jackie for about... I don't think how old the kids are now. Uh... I don't know, seven years or mm. eight years or something. And I've, you know, watched and listened to everything that they've done and, I, and I'm very supportive and I've got gay relatives and, um, you know, I'm absolutely an ally. Mm. But at the same time, I sort of get wrapped up in whatever's going on in my life with my kids and running around like the soccer mum thing. <laughs> but I'm more of a do. music lesson mum. Music <laughs> 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 lesson <laughs> Um, we have uh, Claire McIntyre in the studio with us, Music Lesson Mum, she's now known <laughs> as, um, and Dylan is in the studio with me as well. You're listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Joy.
ally. Talk it out. Educate yourself. Stand up straight on Joy 94.9. Michelle in the studio. Dylan's across the desk. I'm letting him get a word in every now and then. It is nice. Lovely to have another face across the desk. Now and then, and we've got the equally lovely Claire McIntyre, who probably is not quite as nervous as she was when she walked in the studio half an hour ago. No, you guys are good at making me feel okay. <laughs> so, um, if you want to send us a message, you can do so. You can send us an SMS oh four two seven joy nine four nine. You can send us an email on air at joy dot org dot au. We have actually had somebody's. Um, Phoned in and said that we were the 21st century suffragettes. That's very nice. That's very, that's what were the colours mm. of the suffragettes? Purple. Purple. And, purple. Yeah. and didn't they wear like floret? Is that what they call them? Uh, Those sort of rosette things or something? I don't know and about they that. marched. I, I always think of Mary Poppins. And the, <laughs> no, I'm not into purple. We've uh, had some messages come in. So thank you very much. And it's really lovely when people spend uh, and take the time to send us a message. Some paragraphs there. Some paragraphs. Hi, SUS team. I have to say the fight for equality is one that will only be painful (laughs) for a short period. Haters are always going to always going to exist but we together are stronger i want to know what gives someone the right to hate my son without knowing the wonderful person that he is i get filled with anger sometimes but i know the majority of people are on our side stay strong much love Stephen. that may or may not be my husband so thank you darling um (laughs) and i didn't cry when he mentioned our son (laughs) hi sus crew it's so important that we become visible yesterday this is from david uh yesterday i went to the letterbox went went letterbox dropping yes brochures in a friend's neighborhood while i had one person drive by and target me with abuse it was refreshing knowing that someone checking their letterbox would only be getting valance I'm not quite sure what that is. Putting a yes brochure on top of a no brochure in a mailbox was very satisfying. If we don't get out and campaign, all those letterboxes will only be no brochures. Thank you, David. And from Brad, he missed the... uh, Oh, Claire, you got a special mention here. So he said, uh, Brad said he missed the restart of the show but wanted to say thank you to Claire for all her efforts. I'm sorry but not surprised that she has experienced some of those situations. There you go, Claire. Have you voted yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you voted yet? I I voted the day that it arrived. I did it. I sent it. Done. We were easy. I voted about an hour, just over an hour ago. <laughs> well, okay, so two things. So you got yours very, well, like a week and a, yeah, week and a half ago. Yeah, so yeah. were you excited to get it, or do you have what kind of feeling did you have when you got that? Oh, look, I think this whole plebiscite's just rubbish. Anyway, mm. I mean, of course, I voted. Um, were you angry at the time? Do you can you remember what you were look, feeling it, at the time? It, the, the, the cost um, mm. angers me. The um, the fact that, you know, it's just opening up this can of hatred yeah. angers me. Mm. Um, that I'm, you know, the things I've listened to, uh, you know, it is a walk in your shoes experience it as is, far as I'm it? concerned. Um, I never thought that didn't exist, but I also thought that lots of people had better manners. Because <laughs> uh, I just voted. Just today? Uh, yeah, no, just on air at about, so just before 6.30, because um, I've been away, mm. and then I have just got home You looked a bit yesterday. tanned. I'm, I'm nice and tanned, and <laughs> I'm, I, it was just waiting for me. It just, just shows that mm. it's such a, 
interesting concept that mm. it's a postal vote. It was had to had to, I had to mm. actually go home to get it and fill it out. And do you ever do you have this conscious thought of you're looking at this piece of paper and it absolutely utterly relates to you? It's mm. totally about you. Yeah, I feel like it's a it's a like. Sh- I feel like the question is, are you an equal person? Mm. Do we validate that? Mm. I actually lost a friend over over the voting thing. Mm. They haven't said who they voted for, but mm. they've been very strategic and said mm. that they had that they had voted mm. and that they talked down on the vote and said that oh, but I you've never seemed interested in marriage, so why do you mm. care? And it's a case of well, it's my rights, it's the community's rights, it's why, mm. why would I stop someone's rights because I ne- don't necessarily want to get married mm. now. As a... And that's what I said earlier uh, to Gina. I, I, there's some people I think I actually I really don't know if I want to know. Mm. Am I prepared to cut them mm. loose? You know that kind mm. of thing. So these are all things, as you said, yeah. Claire. We think or thought we knew what it was going to be like, yeah. but until you physic until yeah. you actually have oh, it physically done to you, yeah. until you open your envelope and somebody's saying. In essence, Dylan, you're not the same as me. Mm. Do you they want to vote be the same? no? Yeah. Yeah. You know that, that's what it says. I've got a really good friend that I went to uni with, and uh, I'm actually worried about him whether he's voted yes or no. Whether that, well, how our friendship will be like after that. And they, this, this is it's like the, it's like an onion, isn't it? With all the layers, I don't think you know how many different layers mm. there's going to be until you have that particular experience. Mm. I mean, you had a lady. Um, you said to me from New Zealand that was crying. Yeah, a florist. Um, she has a beautiful shop, and I went in and I said, "Do you want one of these posters?" And she got teary and she said, "I'm a Kiwi. I've been here for ten years. I cannot vote. I'm not allowed to vote. I pay my taxes. Mm. I have a young lesbian daughter." And she said, "We are talking about moving back to New Zealand." Gosh. And she cried and she took a poster and then she took stickers and things and she said, you know, why can't why can't I vote on this? Because this is gonna affect my daughter. That's hard mm. and, and that's heartbreaking as a parent when mm. you're hearing those sorts of things. Yeah. And in fact, you know, if they're considering going back to New Zealand, yep. that's an extraordinary big move, isn't it? Yep. You had um, some other... I mean, you, there were some posters... Sorry, some suburbs that you didn't even get one poster up Well, in. that's true. I, Are you willing to name and shame? <laughs> you can. It's only uh, a suburb. Okay. A suburb. Well, Baldwin, I got none up. Uh, and, and how many attempts? Like, was it 10, 20? Well, actually, 30? maybe I should say this in the right <laughs> order. <laughs> I did Deep Dean before Baldwin. Um, Where is Deep Dean? Deep Dean's in between Kew and Bowen. <laughs> yeah, little suburbs. North of, of Camberwell. Mm. Oh, okay. That kind of area, yes. Uh, mm. South of East Kew. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so Deep, deep Dean first. Deep Dean, um, I got one up. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of the, those suburbs, the people were very polite in Deep Dean compared to the first suburb where my car was getting serviced, where it what really suburb? was awful. Oh, that was... Burwood. <laughs> so do, you say awful. Okay, so you walk in. Tell me what you do. You walk in the door. You've got a poster. What's the first thing you say? Um, I say hi and they look at me like, am I going to buy a, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And I say, I've got these posters. Would you be happy to put one on your door or in your window? And I don't say anything else because mm. I just leave it open to see where they're at. Um, Do you think if they were advertising, if you were advertising a circus or a, 
a, an event or a service, mm. a CD. Look, some of these shops had all kinds of flyers all over their doors and windows. Okay, do you, you know, think... it wasn't something they don't do. Is it fear-based for them? Is it that yeah, it they're is. scared it of... It what is. are their neighbours going to say as in their shop Look, owner neighbours? Some what people said to me, you know, why do things need to change? Um, oh. I wasted far too much time talking to some of these people. Um, uh, there's all kinds of, you know, they, people people would bring up the Bible sometimes and I'd say, look, we're not, we're not talking about that because I don't even know that stuff very well. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, forget about that. Um, you know, it's all kinds of stuff. Um, some people saying fear of loss of their rights or their freedom. Really? So, yeah, it's weird. It's um, an, ex- an extraordinary mindset that you're in, I think, Lots because of fear. you're a year. Um, oh, fear of loss of business was a big one. Mm. They thought that it would affect their business. They'd make less money. Wow. They'd lose customers. Extraordinary. We mm. are going to have a quick break. Come back and uh, talk to Claire in a little a minute or so. You're on Stand Up Straight on Joy. This is Little Wise and you're listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. I'm not usually one for adventure. Nice and mellow, that, Dylan. Nice. It's beautiful. She uh, performed live in the studio for us. It was lovely. Beautiful. We have uh, Claire McIntyre in the studio with us tonight. She's one of a, uh, a group of women that I think are inspirational and very, very brave. And they ha- they have been going into many, many suburbs uh, not as successfully as they would have hoped putting up yes posters. And um, what we're discovering is it's not just a matter of how can I put the poster up for the local circus that's coming to town and everyone says yes. You've probably only had a quarter of them people say yes, would you say? Uh, I think it's probably more like, let me think, one in 20. Gosh. Okay. Maybe does it's worse su- than does that. Does that surprise you, Dill? Um... It's a reflection oh. of some of these suburbs. I think yeah, we're in maybe. such a unique place at Joy that we're so used to yeah, we being yeah. so comfortable and being yeah. seeing it all around. Whereas it might be, it might just be different. It's because mm. it's not the mainstream. I'd love to it's know not what I expected. And if anyone out there's sort of living, you know, way, way, way out, I'd really love to hear from you. If, mm. if you've seen many posters or if you volunteered, if you can send us a message oh four two seven joy nine four nine or on air at joy dot org dot au. There was um, a story that really fascinated me. You mentioned mm. um, somebody they wanted to put a poster up, but they have had an unusual fear of putting. Well, a I'm, I'm not sure up. how much they wanted to put a poster up because mm. there were a lot of fence sitters where I couldn't quite work out would would they or wouldn't they because they wouldn't put it straight up because I would did you leave any behind or any uh well I did if I got the vibe that they were because <laughs> actually in my bag I had lots of posters stickers sticky tape and blue tack I was very <laughs> prepared and I actually offered to put the posters up <laughs> so I was motivated <laughs> um look one lady she said well if I put the poster up and someone throws a brick through my window, what do I do? And I just looked at her like, <laughs> I said, you call the police? And she said, no, no, not the police. What do I do? And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, who printed the posters? Whose fault would it be? It's very litigious. Yeah. yeah. What, what if you put it up on your window? But, you know, I mean. Equal, will we, will we be able to, equality happen? Mm. Yeah. So. Do you think lots of you know so much stupid? <laughs> but do you think people actually understand what the yes means? Do they think 
have they overthought Look, it? I thought some you people know. didn't understand. Mm. I spent lots of time explaining our um, parliamentary system to people, which I thought was weird and not what I expected to do either. Um, because I'd be saying to people, they would say, I can't vote yes because I don't know what exactly the legislation's going to be. And mm. I'd say... Well, what legislation do we ever look at and work mm. out exactly what the wording is, you know, and then we as the public vote on it? Mm. doesn't happen. You know, we elect politicians and they do that job for us. But that's coming down but, to the fear, isn't it, and the unknown? Well, I think it's, um, I think it's people not understanding how, how uh, our system works, mm. honestly. People feeling quite empowered that they get this yes or this no. You yeah. talked about fe- that there's fear of, th- fear of they're change. scared, fear yeah, yeah. of change. Fear of change. People saying, you know, uh, why do things have to change? And I'd say nothing's going to change for you. Your life's going to be exactly the same after, is it November 15 or something? Well, it's mm. very late. It is yeah. Very, yeah, very late. Nothing's uh, going to change so for them. Away. Nothing. Their life will be the same. I'd go, I'd just reassure people going, you're going to be okay. This this isn't about you. Did that... Did, that resonate with them sometimes when you oh, say sometimes. that. But then they'd say, "If it's not about me, why does it? Why do I have to vote, or why does it matter?" Or, and I'd say, "You're doing it for like the future, and and you know, human rights and <laughs> humanity." Do you mm. think some people are just looking for an excuse? Say the text message that was sent out. Uh, Nobody mentioned that. Do, were uh-huh. people you know just that? looking for an excuse? Oh, I just want to vote no because of this to justify the the no vote. To looking for the excuse. I was voting yes, uh, but this happened. You well, actually, people tried to tell me something about um, that sort of quote that Labor and Liberal Party are both against it. And I'd say, well, actually, Malcolm Turnbull and Bill, Bill Shorten. Shorten are both voting yes. I, I so uh, there was a little bit of that, which um, normally I don't talk politics to strangers. So <laughs> that got a little weird. <laughs> but, you know... Yeah, confusion. Do, do you know, I think for a lot of people, and I think this is where perhaps it goes against um, us, people are sick of hearing things. For people that just want to get on yeah, with their lives. Yeah, this is going on just, too long. It's going on too... So I don't blame them in a sense for for being cross or being short-tempered in, in a sense because they are sick of it. We're sick of it. But we've got family and friends that yeah. are deeply yeah. um, affected yeah. by this as well. Yeah. And I, it is... I kind of get the frustration from people because they've heard about it for so long. But it's mean-spiritedness. It is mean If you voted yeah. no because you thought this was going on too long. Or because when, of political handling. When nobody asked for this anyway. I know, I know. You know. We've... Uh, you've, you've, you've slowly getting a fan club. You have, Claire. Brace what you, yourself. What are we going to call you, call you groupies? <laughs> Claire Bears? Claire Bears. The, oh, the Claire Club. The Claire, the Claire Club. Club. Oh, my God. The, I couldn't say that fast too, <laughs> too many, many times. <laughs> Listening at home with the kids. They've loved every poster they've seen and announce it every time they see a new one in the neighbourhood. Thanks, Claire. You are doing great. Is that from Jackie? <laughs> Um, not someone that used two exclamation marks. <laughs> That's so they Jack. Mean it. Um, and uh, we've had another message come in from Brad. And thank you so much, Brad. Uh, your story about the Kiwi florist hit home for me. My partner is also Kiwi. He has lived here for over 20 years and he's been talking about getting Australian citizenship before 
this was announced. However, the short time for the enrolment was never going to be sufficient for him to undertake this. I know he wanted to vote yes, but was not allowed. As such, I took my voting forms to his work <laughs> so that he could do his part of my vote being done. That's beautiful. Um, Read your other comment. I was present, pleasantly surprised last Friday when I drove through Bannockburn to see a poster to support marriage equality at the local service station mechanics. I think that's the word of the day, Bannockburn. Bannockburn. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. That's lovely, and I'm glad that put a smile on you, <gasps> Claire. From Will. Beautiful work, Claire. We are all so proud of your courage and determination. Stay strong, and we will win this spectacularly, Will. Thank you, Will. Claire, you're a popular lady. So, okay, so you're hearing these things from people. Do you realise that you are making a difference now? Now, these aren't people that we don't pay them to send these. Do you feel you're making a difference now, finally? do you? I, uh, My opinion is that it needs to be straight people doing this job mm. with posters and stickers and talking to random shop people, random whoever they are, because... The amount of rubbish that the people sometimes, well, mostly have said, you guys don't need to hear that. Because yeah. you and don't my see- kids wanted to do this job with me. My four, I've got a fourteen-year-old and a ten-year-old girl, and you know, my fourteen-year-old was very keen um, and talked about it at high school with her friends and everything. And after my first day doing it, I said, "You're not, you're not doing this with me. You're not gonna. I don't want to expose you to this." And my kids are not growing up in a same-sex relation, uh, mm, rainbow family. You know, they're not. Um, they're not the kids that are being judged with the vote. But I don't want to expose my kids to it. I don't do you, think you should be exposed do you think to that it. Would have shielded, that would have shielded you from a lot of the criticism that people wouldn't have acted that way in front of children. Mm. Well, they still would have. I think. Well. I think that there was so much stupid that I heard that I'm not confident and and lack of manners. I'm not confident that they would have been a whole lot better with my kids. Do you think your children, though, may have surprised you at how Uh, perhaps they might have handled it? Look, maybe. I mean, initially I thought the 14-year-old could just do some of this herself Mm. and I'm really glad I didn't send her out there to do that. Mm. I mean that shows my my ignorance because I've had a very positive feeling that this will just get through this this will happen mm. and I've been surprised over the years it hasn't already happened. Mm. Um, I think what's I think what's happening is that you, you are at the coalface. Uh, you believe it's your your, your duty and your honour in a sense to to be doing this and that we shouldn't have to have our GLBTI family. Yeah, look, it exposed me. This. I'd go home and I'd talk to Barney, my partner, and I'd say it's too hard. And he actually offered to do some. Oh. <laughs> and has he? He'd be a Not soccer yet. dad. Music lesson dad. He might do it on the weekend. <laughs> we are just going to have a quick break, come back and wrap up. We're, uh, we've got Claire in the studio, Dylan and Michelle. You're on Stand Up Straight on Joy. You're listening to Michelle on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. She's my mum. I do smile. Every time I hear that, that does uh, <laughs> makes me uh, makes me very happy. So we've got Claire in the studio. We're nearly um, out of time. Up next at 8 o'clock is... Uh, 
lovely Gina, and our special guest Stephanie is in with the Family Matters crew this evening. And then at nine o'clock we've got the Woods, so you wouldn't want to be anywhere else except Joy for the whole day and night. Mm. And I believe you listen to shows at midnight and one o'clock. I used don't to be on the Dylan? midnight show, and then I used to listen to you at one a.m. <laughs> like, me the, twice in the day. the studio. You at night? <laughs> I'd hear the everything for stand up straight. Haunting you, was I? <laughs> <laughs> Just I should I hear Michelle's voice and going, I should probably go to bed now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's bedtime. So Claire, in thirty seconds, what advice have you got for anyone out there that might not have done anything yet but you think might want to and they're an ally, what do you think they could do? I think ask your Ask your friends, get a group together and get some posters, get some stickers. I think you could, you get them from Trades Hall. You can do, yeah. I think go get some badges, get do whatever you can, put some flags in your garden or your front gate or something. Mm. Um, I think straight people need to get behind this, be on the right side of history. I do like that line, actually, yeah, being I on do the right too. side of history. Yeah, I do too. Do you think you're making a bit of history yourself? Uh <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) Who's going to play you in the movie, Meryl Streep? (laughs) The story of my life is a bit different to this. (laughs) Thank you very much for what you've done. That's all right. Thank you. Someone Um, in the community for representing my right to get married. Thank you very much. Does it? Thank you. Does it feel... um, Yeah, it feels like someone's out there. How does it feel, Dylan, that someone's in in front of your face and you know they're doing things? Doing it. like acts of service that's my favorite like with things that yeah. someone can do for me so i feel I like i feel like i should have been doing more now that i understand better we've had a message um from another claire keep doing what you are doing and have the discussions claire i know i have had many discussions about why we are having the vote people need to understand that we have power and we need and must exercise that power so I want to thank you very much for coming in, uh, Claire McIntyre. You were Thanks lovely and there's a really love, lovely, honest, genuineness about you. You must know that you're making a difference because I believe you are. There's people out there that will vote yes that perhaps may never have. So I want to thank you for putting the, um, the time and the effort and the energy in because it is so, so, so important. Um, so thank you for joining us in the studio. Thanks for having me. Straight. Thank you to the gorgeous Gina for joining us at the top of the hour. And, <laughs> and to the lovely Dylan across the desk. Been a pleasure working with you, sir. Been lovely. First time, maybe not the last time. I dare say you'll be in again. We can't get in, can't shake you now. You have been listening to Michelle on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9.
is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.